Alright, that's us going live. Should we start? Yes, let's go. So you're up in Dundee? Yes, did, I was up in Dundee. Did they sign you? No. Shock, shockingly, Dundee United didn't want me. No, in no, no, the, no, 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 they're talking Forfarshire. Ah, Forfarshire, well. I thought you were going to go up there and they were looking for a spinner. Well, I thought so as well. It was all a, a ruse. Oh. I was uh, taken up there on false pretenses. Oh, that's yeah. a poor show. It's poor show. Um, so we're into, I think it's, it's round four. It's, it's round holding up five. Round think. five, is it? What happened yes. last week? Oh no, round four. Round four. Yeah, so great. round four, and it's holding up nicely. We're yeah. obviously going to have Young Eon and uh, Mitchell Rao is going to come yep. and have a chat with us about the top of the table clash yep. between Presswick and West. This week you find us in the boardroom of West of Scotland. Uh, first things first, apologise for the background noise. We've got some old fogies dancing at the bar. I think uh, Bobby Kettlewell's there as well, <laughs> holding up the bar. Yeah, no, I mean, we've got a new uh, sound effect this week, but sadly not a, not an entrance theme song yet. No, we so, haven't uh, got one. We haven't got one. Uh, so what we're going to do is we'll get Mitchell on, we'll get uh, Youngie on. Uh, Mitchell's going to join us on the phone, and Youngie's going to come in, and uh, he should be in in about five or ten minutes. But we're going to kick off with the Prem Reserve, Yep, both of us play in the Prem Reserve. <laughs> well, for, occasionally for me. <laughs> for our sins. Um, I'd not played for 13, well, when I say I've not played for 13 years, I had a, uh, a retirement for 13 years and came back last year, yep. played in the Prem Reserve, and I have to say, I, I was disappointed, yeah. <laughs> astonished at the, the standard. I mean, and, and then somebody told me that, that this was dreamt up as being meant to be almost a stepping stone to get into your first team. Um, and I, I just personally, I don't think it works. No, I have to say I don't, or certainly at a club like West, I don't think it does anymore because it's leaving such a big gap between what you're expected to play in second team cricket to what you're then expected to jump up and play to play first team cricket. That gap is, is enormous. I mean, we played a game at the weekend with where the average age must have been, what, 18, 19? Yeah. Aside from yeah. one player who was yeah. obviously at the older end of the spectrum. But it's just, I just don't see how, for for us, or for players at West wanting to go up to the first 11, it's good preparation at the moment. Yeah, but I want to just put it out there, because clearly we had, we had a chat, or didn't have a chat, I had a, uh, a sort of Twitter conversation with Stevie Allison at Drumpelier, and he had a completely different view. And, and his view was very much that they wanted to come up to the Prem Reserve mm-hmm. um, and he said that the standard he felt was better than the second division, to which my response was, oh my Lord, is that how bad the second division is? But I think having looked at the games that Stevie Allison and Drumpies have played, mm-hmm. they've played Clydesdale, Boswell, yep. and they're probably, the, and, another, and I think Fergus Lee, they're yep. probably the three strongest teams yep. within that league. Um, and I guess it's very much down to the clubs as to what the clubs want to use their second 11s for. For me personally, I want to, irrespective of whether or not I'm trying to get back into the first team or guys in the second team are trying to edge up into the, yep. to the, to the first team, my view is very much I want to make sure that on a Saturday that I'm being as competitive as possible, playing at the highest standard I can possibly do yep. and being pushed. Yep, even absolutely. at the, even at the the grand old age of fifty one, I still want you that. Don't look at those jobs. Oh, yeah. 
You're a fine man. <laughs> but I, that's what I want. I don't know. Why do you play second team cricket? Right, the real question is why do I play cricket at all? But um, I mean, the because it's a bar, so it's situated quite close to the games. But no, I think you're absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. It's a. It's. I think it can be quite galling for people potentially to come down and exactly play at what does feel, in some games, beneath the level people want to be playing at. Doesn't feel like it's competitive. And that's not exa- that's not to prejudge how it works for other clubs. Yeah. yeah, I think exactly it's about the people who you are playing with at your club and the sort exactly what you're wanting to use that second team for. And I mean, obviously there are there are issues with Division Two in terms of well, the Premier Reserve now has most of the a lot of the older cricket clubs. So you go to I mean, you play here, you play at Titwood, you play at Maker Riggs, and for some people that may be preferable, but for others. Playing at the best quality level of cricket is always going to be. Listen, I would rather play Irvine every second week (laughs) if it meant that I was being tested. Now I know that's not everybody's, you know, cup of tea, um, but for me, that that's what that's what I want. And I think that each club has to identify. Maybe they already have identify um, why they're wanting to play in the Prem Reserve. Is it the best place now? If a club turns around and says, well, we want to play in the Prem Reserve because it means that we are guaranteed a silverware every year, I'm thinking, that's not, personally, what are you doing that for? Yeah, that's nuts. You've got, for me, you've got to get the next group of talented cricketers up through the first team, and unless your second team is playing at the highest possible standard, there will be too big a gulf between the second team and the first team that even if you are asked from the second team to go and play in the first team, you'll be a flipping jersey carrier. We'll be a 7, 8 or 9 and you won't learn anything. Absolutely. I think in the very few occasions where I've played first team cricket, that's absolutely the situation I've found, that you go up and you face people who've played in the Premier League for years and years and years and can just land the ball in the same spot, every ball, and you don't get the freebies that you used to get. And that's... And, and that's what V said to me last weekend because he's had two or three games at the start of the season in the first team and he said there is an enormous step up. Mm-hmm. We need to try, from my point of view, we need to try and make sure that that step up is as small as possible. And my view is we should be looking at the East League. It, 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 it galls me, having played all my days in the West other than a year at Grange, galls me to say that the East have probably got it better than the West. They've got Carlton 2s playing in Division 1. Yep. Obviously, Carlton 2s can't then get into the Eastern yep. Premiership, but they don't seem to have any problem at all about their team, second teams playing in the highest level below the, the, yep. the division. Western Union, the WBCU, are saying, well, you can't. a second team cannot play in the first division. Yep. Um, and also, a second team can't play against a first team. Now, here's what I'm going to say. It happens in hockey. Let's have What we'll do is we'll get Andy Tennant on. <laughs> He's now performance director at, hockey, at uh, Scottish Hockey. We should get him on and just see what his thoughts are. Because for me, before I've got two girls who play hockey and they play up at GHK. And when I saw that you know, a third team was playing against a fourth team or a second team was playing yeah. against I thought, that, that's absolutely not Crazy. But if it's allowing your teams to play at the highest possible yeah. level, why the hell not? Yeah, absolutely. And if you're... It, it, feels, it just feels that it's a sort of slightly jumbled system if you're not allowing 
for places which are able to sustain a higher rate of membership, essentially, to find the right level for their club. Because otherwise, do you end up pushing people to go and join other clubs? Or... I do, do you know what I mean? I, it, it feels to me like there's a lot of sort of unintended consequences, basically, that can oh, come out of that. One of the potential consequences is clearly if you think that you want to be playing uh, first team and you're playing uh, second team and not getting a look in and you're playing at a poor standard and the gulf is getting wider and wider, well, would you not go and play mm-hmm. at another first team at a higher standard? That's possibly what I would have done. Yep. Um, Stevie seemed to also said made an interesting point that that playing first against seconds, he said, was or had ended some clubs, as in some clubs had folded because of um, you know first playing second. And I thought that can't be because the seconds are playing the first. It must be that the first team are so proud that they're thinking, I'm I don't want to play against some two bit second. <laughs> I want to. I'm in the first team, so I should only be playing against first team players. No. You should be playing at the standard you're good enough to play at. And if that means you end up having to play the second team, well, so what? Well, exactly. I think it, that sort of thing, it feels like you can almost get too hit up on what the the level of the team that you're playing against. Do you know what I mean? The, the designation of that team at the club that they play at as opposed to the quality of cricket that you're playing against. Yeah, yeah. And, to, yeah, I mean, it's an argument, I think, that's been going on for quite a long time in the district because, I mean, I think I was... When I first started to play second team cricket, a lot was around the time that it changed, and right. <laughs> yeah, I just—I mean, there, I assume there's, there will be the WDC will have a rationale for it. It's just to me, and I think to you from from your reaction, yeah, <laughs> it's from my rant. <laughs> it's not something, not something that's necessarily working for everybody. And that, does it? Does it? Does it then have to work for the majority? Mm-hmm. So if it works for the majority, that's fine. The majority go and do what they want. But if one team or two teams want to decide, you know what, let's go. Well, one's if, if, say, for example, Clydesdale or West or any team, let's make any team, okay, they go to the WDC, you say, listen, we're fed up with the Premier there. We don't want to play in anymore. We want to start in the, four, the Division 4 or Division 3. What would the WDC you say about that? I think, for, personally, I think the toys would be out of the pram and, mm-hmm. and there'll be all sorts of things where you can't do that and you're... Your junior teams will get ostracised. Yeah, exactly. Just what I want to do is open up a conversation. Yep, and I think hopefully that is yeah is where we'll get to and at that, some point. And that conversation will hopefully lead to everybody playing a better and higher standard of cricket. Yep. on a week to week basis. I also think that it's possibly certainly from West's point of view that actually this discussion for us is probably born out of the fact that cricket is in a strong place in Scotland at the moment. The membership rate certainly for us seem to be picking up. Yeah, agreed. There seems the, the national team are doing well. The standard of I think of, I mean of the Premier League, in certainly in the top half is as high as it's been for a few years. Mm-hmm. And so, it might be that actually a system that was once needed to to deal with playing numbers or the quality that was there maybe isn't actually working for a system that is possibly now working better. Yeah, Do you know I mean in terms yeah. of talent and in terms yeah. of. Uh, the playing pool. Okay. Well, I think we've probably exhausted that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Youngie's not pitched up yet. So, we're well, going to actually. He's asking me if he wants us to him to come in now. Yeah, get him in now. Get him yeah. in now. Wheel, Wheel him in. Wheel, Wheel him in. in. I don't know how he'll be. West obviously um, lost in a 
a very tight game against Pollock. I was actually yep. surprised as to, to how well Pollock played, having you know looked at the results. Yep. And, and for a team who hasn't won a game yet, um, they played pretty well. Here's the dancing queen himself. See, he does have an entrance song. He does, but, hey. he does. Look at that. Come and join us. <laughs> no, no, you have to move the baby seat. And we'll have to budge up very, very tight because there's only room... You know we're going live. Yeah, I didn't know I it was see, on camera. I would have done my hair. I see you got your hair done. <laughs> no, I would have done my hair. Right, I would have done your hair. Are so we you're going to need to squeeze right in on there. there. There we go. Easy in Look at that. So you'll have to... A little bit more. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Um, so why don't we talk about um, Coatbridge and talk about Drumpelier and how you boys got on last week. One, three, three. I don't know. It, to me, it was a below-par score, but you tell me whether or not you felt 1-3-3 three, three was... Yeah, I'd agree with you completely to say that it was a below-par score. Um, I would have been much happier around about the 160 mark. Um, but at the same time, with the bowling attack we have, and on a pitch like Compelli or half, I think we were always going to be in the game. Um, I think... They were low in confidence as well. Mm-hmm. I think they'd, they'd failed to score 100 in the first couple of weeks. So we knew once we kind of started creeping up towards 120, 130, we were potentially in with a good shout. Um, I mean, you've got a big man, Rory and Gav, and these people steaming in at the start and building pressure from ball one, then you know you can get in front of the mm-hmm. the ball, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the turnaround there, one three three. you're thinking again, with, with the boys that you've got, you're going to bowl for you. I... You're feeling pretty confident at team? Um I would say I would say so. I, I think that we I felt always felt we had enough, but I knew that we had to get off to a good start. Um obviously I think there would have been a lot of people that would have thought that when you find somebody like Rory Kleinfeld mm-hmm. that you're gonna pick up two, three, four early wickets. Mm-hmm. Um but it actually worked the other way in that and that he actually was just so economical. Yeah. yeah. Straight away, they were behind the rate, and they could yeah. never get up with the rate. And, and did they come out with any sort of... Could you, did you think that they came out with any sort of plan as far as the bank? Because yeah, it's a reduced game. You're playing mm-hmm. 29 overs? Yeah, 26 yeah. overs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that um, with, these, with these games that do get reduced, it, it's hard to kind of know exactly how to plan it. I think a lot of people come out and just say, oh, do I just play it like a 2020 and go for it? I think it's, that's probably a mindset that we potentially get into as a bat mm-hmm. side. Yeah. Um, and we probably played too many shots too early um, on a pitch that wasn't really ready for that. Mm-hmm. It was a, more of a pitch that you had to get yourself in before you could possibly play your shots. Um, in terms of the, the second half, I think that the fact that when you've got somebody like Rory coming in, I think that's... It plays with their mind more than anything yeah. as well. I think that they probably thought that they had to see him out. They didn't think that they could go after him. Mm-hmm. But then when you've got an attack like we have with the likes of Gav and Lucas, um, Bilal even, and uh, Graham inside that came on after, I mean, we, we didn't really have anybody that you could get after. Yeah. after that. So yeah. I think a lot of teams you play against in this league, then you know if you can get two or three bowlers out of the way and you don't lose wickets against them, you know that fourth and fifth bowler you can attack them. But mm-hmm. when it comes to the West at the moment, we're just... Look at six or seven yeah. proper bowlers mm-hmm. and walk into other so, people's first team. So if you've got a theory as far as Rory's concerned, are you wanting to bowl five at the front, seven at the front, three at the front, or are you just sort of take it as it goes? Yeah, at the moment we'll just take it as it goes. I see how see how he feels as well. I think that um, at the moment we, 
we've kind of obviously had short in games that he's played in. The only games he's played in a 26 over game and a couple of T20s. So yeah. in terms of things there, it's been short blasts. Um, mm. I think that's that's likely to be how he'll want to play it. I, I, I can't see him wanting to run in for seven over spells. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at a video. I was looking at a video just before we started, and uh, his nickname was Big Daddy. <laughs> One of the guys. He was doing a tribute because clearly he stopped playing first-class cricket in South Africa, and then they did this sort of seventy-minute tribute, and and all the people that he was playing against did a bit to camera. And one of the guys kept calling him Big Daddy. <laughs> so there we go. That's a good one said over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, great to go over the line. Um, their attack, t- tell me about their attack. Are they, do you rate them? In terms of jumps attack? Yeah. Um, the, the young boy that took the wickets early doors, he bowled really well, um, Aziz. Uh-huh. Um, took the three wickets, um, bowled really nice. Just kind of tailing away late. Yeah. In swing to me, away from the right-handers. Yeah. Um, bowled a really good area. Rory got after him a couple of times early in the over mm-hmm. but then as soon as they put a, a better field to the areas that Rory was looking to hit then yeah. mm-hmm. it played with Rory's head and Rory um, admitted that he uh, it got the better of him he wanted to start hitting them leg side when the ball wasn't there to hit him sure, leg sure. side um, but both the opening bowlers were swinging it a, a good bit yeah. um, and that's where they tried to kind of build the pressure and they did get early wickets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but because they didn't have too much to come after that that's where we really were able to capitalise and yeah. pick things yeah. up on Forward. Well, that's. I mean, I guess. Even the, I mean, the main concern, I guess, with the game must be another sort of stuttering start, basically. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I mean, we had a round cup game yesterday, which was a really tight game against Pollock, which we lost unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I, I said to the guys that, although obviously until last night we had a hundred percent record in all formats, the the loss had been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. With, with the bat, we hadn't we haven't showed up in pretty much any any game so far and we've relied on our bowling attack to get us out of a hole um, so it's as you say Chris it's a, it's a time that the batsmen need to stand up and actually start showing that we've got just as good a batting lineup as we do a bowling lineup. Yep. but we just don't show it as often as the bowlers do well it also must be I mean tied obviously to, for, to take positives from a tight tight loss last night as well but yourself and Mikey both getting into the runs must be something you're quite happy with I guess going into the weekend yeah definitely um, I've, I've been lucky enough to get a couple of scores in the 2020 games mm-hmm. we just haven't taken it into the, the 50 over stuff at the weekend yet yeah. um, is, is that a mindset thing because I, I remember back in the day it certainly there is a perception that it's easier to score runs on a, a Wednesday or a, a Tuesday or a Thursday than it is in the league but I'm not entirely sure why that should be because you've still got the um, the restrictions and it, it, do you think that's a mindset thing? That Saturday is, is 50 overs, I'd, I'd better just cock any a bit? Or? Well, um, it's a good question. I'm not too sure it's a mindset thing. I actually prefer playing on a Saturday on the basis that I feel more switched on and physically ready. In terms yeah. of things with the, with the midweek cricket coming straight from work. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have an hour and a bit to warm to, up yeah, yeah, and get yeah. yourself kind of in the zone and focus. You're kind of out your work stuff into your playing stuff out in the pit with your pads on uh-huh. you know, with your yeah. first ball yeah. Um, so I think that for me I always prefer Saturday but 
Maybe, maybe you can overthink it. <laughs> <laughs> you can overthink it maybe that's what you should do. Well, I'm going to take five minutes to go. Just turn up on my suit <laughs> for one. <laughs> <laughs> just don't get changed on a Friday night and just rock straight in. I mean, that could have easily been a problem on Saturday, could it not? There was a lot of hanging about. But, um, no, I know. Um, I mean, these games as well, it's another thing that had a factor in the game, I would say, is that when you get these games of cricket where you're sitting about for three or four hours before you actually get that first mm-hmm. ball it's, uh, it's another mental battle uh-huh. you have to take into the game. Um, but as part of cricket, you take over that yep. and play the game. Paul, a game yesterday, your namesake batted well. Yeah, very eh? well. Yeah. I've never really seen him play. Yeah. Big forearms, smacked a six back. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to go 25 off two, that's a... I mean, he won't do that very often. No, and I think that if I'm 100% honest, I, I thought we had it. I thought we had it in the bag because Craig, for all the talent he's got, he's a fantastic batsman. Um, but I wouldn't have seen him as that big boundary hitter. So once no, we, well, he struggled. He struggled for pretty much the yeah. whole innings, just nurdling ones and twos, and then suddenly he just went berserk. Yeah, mm-hmm. and fair play to him. He, he came off in those last two overs and won them the game. Um, he stuck about when the other guys um, lost the wickets and gave it away. Um, so, I mean, you can't take it away from him. There's that we could have done a lot better yeah, throughout yeah. the first innings and in the second innings as well but when a guy comes up and takes his last, that second last over for as many as he did yeah. to, to win the game he, 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 he was pumped it. up I was yeah. feeling backward point and, and uh, Dave pulls a full toss and, and he hits it square and he started shouting go to four go to four yeah. and, he was, and then he just ran off he was yeah. in all the Pollock boys came yeah. on yeah, it, was um, a, it was a good, good piece yeah, yeah good piece good. of batting good was, piece of batting so I wasn't I wasn't here last night. Uh, so it felt, or obviously, well, following it on Twitter and on online, basically, we obviously got really stuck with the batting. What what happened there? Was there an issue with the pitch? Was did they start to bowl well? Did, was it just? I wouldn't say so. I think that um, the easiest time to bat was at the start of the innings. Yep. Um, pace on the ball, ball was a bit newer. Um, I think that we got, as you say, we got a great start. I think we were going. At, Nines yeah. tenth over when yeah, I get yeah. out. Um, and then when me and Michael get out, Lucas and uh, Fermi got a bit bogged down. They they were finding the boundaries how to come by with the pace taken off the ball. But what what I would have liked to have seen them more. They they know themselves. They would have liked to see more described rotation running the ball hard because yeah. when you come in and the pitch is is a bit um, dry and the ball's not quite coming through then you need to look at other ways of scoring other than yeah. just jumping yeah. the ball out yeah. the park and we weren't connecting with those shots and we were missing out far too many dot balls in that last 10 overs of the first half yeah, yeah. Prestwick West yeah big big game yep West 100% Prestwick 100% mm-hmm. how are you feeling about it? feeling good about it yeah, yeah. I think that it's uh, it's good I think the, the, the games we've had so far <coughs> have been challenging in themselves um, but the games that on paper, I would have thought that we should win. And I think this is the first little stretch that we've got of games where we're coming up against teams that if we are serious about challenging for the title and being up around about the top, then these are the teams where we need to turn up. And, mm. So it's exciting to get to get into these running games. And, and they've had a bit of form with the bat. I think from, from pretty much ball one, game one, they're there or thereabouts. They haven't, I don't think, failed with the bat. They've got the, the first amateur turn, in fact, the first turn of the season from yeah. the fellow McDonald. Um, Mitchell, who we're going to be speaking to in a while, he hit, I think, 60-odd last week, yeah. and they had a good opening stand. So it's going to be interesting. We've got a, a, a bowling attack that's hitting its straps. We've got a batting 
is hitting his stats, and it's going to be yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good game. I think it should be a great game of cricket. Um, I think that, like you say, the Presswick have been a team that they have got history of getting some high totals, um, but they're quite inconsistent in that way as well. Yeah, you know, some weeks it's above the two fifty, and other weeks they're getting bowled out for one hundred and twenty mm-hmm. round about. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Hopefully we can get them for the 120. <laughs> but uh, you never know, they've got some great players and it's never always the same player that's doing it week in, week out. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, my main worry tomorrow is probably the weather forecast. Yeah. <laughs> was it rolling in earlier? Because yeah. I know Sunday was meant to be shit house, but it's, yeah, it's, it's getting it's, worse earlier. It's very showery with some heavy showers. But hopefully the press uh-huh. a good drying ground yeah. and hopefully it just flies by and misses us. Um, but yeah, we're for a great game. I'm I really think it's always, always a pretty tough place to go and play as well. Do you know what I mean? The... They battle really hard at every level of cricket. They, like you say, they've got a very strong batting lineup, and yeah, they're not going to roll over and give it to you. Yeah, but you, I'm sure they'll have some words to say to Mikey as well. Coming yeah. back, whereas <laughs> Mikey was here, or has he so, done the revolving door so thing? Press like there, and now he's at the west. He just missed yeah, out. He didn't, he didn't do. He didn't do Irving. He didn't do Irving. He should have done the triangle there. The triangle. The Bermuda triangle. <laughs> um, well, he's a very shy and retiring guy, though. I'm sure he'll be quiet if they're uh, giving it out. Uh, I've told him to keep his mouth shut and concentrate his game. He knows what to do. Uh, that. Um, <laughs> you must also be pleased, though. Got a lot of people returning to the team this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, John Oliver's back up from Cardiff Uni this week, so it gives us another all-rounder. Fairly um, came back last week, but didn't really turn up last week. <laughs> Might turn up this week for us, hopefully. He didn't have much to do. Right? He walked past the first one and he said he didn't touch the ball the whole 50 overs. And uh, Dave McNulty's back from injury as well, so always great to have Dave back. One of, as you mentioned about Presswick being great competitors, he's one of the great yep. competitors of West as well, so great to have Dave back with the ball. And is he going to steal the ball? A bit of a fight between Gav and Dave as to who gets uh, the, the new nut? I'm just going to let them fight it out before the game and see, see who wins. <laughs> that could be the weirdest fight I think in the whole world Rory just standing watching his Gab sort of Big Daddy <laughs> Dave just gets torn into Gab <laughs> but that's I mean it's some some seam attack as well I think to, I mean, to go into a game to have the option um, of any one of the three to open the bowling yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. to have Lucas to, to John Oliver in the bowling attack as well to got Tony uh, if you look so before we knock it on the head, let's have your thoughts on, on the coming games then. Quickly, 30 seconds, Green at Clydesdale? Clydesdale win. Yeah? Yeah. Team without Barrington? Yeah, I, I think that they've got they've got too much for Green at the moment, I think. But, uh, I'd like to see going to cause an upset always like to see Clydesdale get beat but, uh, <laughs> I think Clydesdale are too much for Pollock Speedy Pollock uh, yeah, again Fergus a little too much for Pollock I think. unless Pollock's pro seems to be a good player yeah. um, and if Craig can get in the form he was in on Thursday then they could cause him some problems I think um, but I still think Fergus are too much at home I think that's a marker of where where Fergus are at this year as well do you know what I mean of where they've just basically how much quality have they got this year? I think that's the first game where we'll see them sort of tested yeah, on that with yeah. Paul making a bit of a resurgence. And East Kilbride, Uddingston? Um, that's not Uddingston. I can't see past Uddingston winning that. I mean, playing against East Kilbride, um, two or three good players. Hopefully, if Val turns up on time this time, <laughs> gives them a good game. Gets an absolute yeah. slate in this show. <laughs> well, what, what I'm going to say to you is one word. <laughs> Mr. McGall. <laughs> He's going to stand and deliver. He's due a biggie. 
He's going to do it. Definitely. So, so just for the, on you, for, the listeners, for the listeners, that is that the batsman is going to fire, not some <laughs> odd, odd threat from Johnny. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a chicken. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that because we'll be in trouble if we do that. Uh, right, so we've got Prestwick West. Um, we're going to we've covered that. Sterling drums. Sterling. I think yeah. Sterling, I think it, I think Sterling at home is a nice ground to play at. Um, I think Graham McLaren is still out and good for that game, so they'll miss a pass. Top of yeah, we did his groin in the game against us oh. last week. So. Two injuries kicking about. The fella broke his arm. Yeah, so that? that's a nasty one. Yeah. Double fracture. Adorable. Yeah. Concern for him, but um, yeah, um, Graham did his groin against us. So I think oh, I think, right. it, I think it was more of a pull than a tear. So I think he's only there for a couple of weeks. Oh, so right. he'll be back to the Scottish Cup game against us. But Good. I think he'll be relying on their pro to get them some runs. Yeah. Yeah. Which he might do on a flat deck at Sterling. Um, but I think Sterling will too much. All righty. Thanks very much. No problem at all. Brilliant. It's a pleasure being here. <laughs> Good stuff. Good luck tomorrow, mate. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So, hey, we'll get Mitchell on just in a little while yep. uh, as he departs. Uh, I know. It needs so to. Maybe, maybe they don't need the, 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 the attack they've got. Maybe they, they, they only need 150 every day. <laughs> maybe, but I think. It's not the stuff that title wins are made out no, of. I agree with that. You, I've just been flipping. Yeah, I think you need to. There's, as Yanni says, there's more than enough talent in there to pick up, to get big scores. I mean, Youngie himself, Fernie when he's here. Well, listen, the, the, the talent is there. There's yeah. no doubt about that. They just seem, for whatever reason, they just they don't seem to. Fire. It's con- I, yeah, well, it's converting, converting. Well, not even converting at this stage, but yeah. I think it's possibly a problem that runs runs a bit deeper at the club. It's been quite a long time since we've been a, at the top level of Scottish cricket, been a consistently high scoring team. Yeah, and that I think, as we spoke about with Greenock losing, can be the sort of thing that actually is quite a hard cycle to quite a hard cycle to break out of because you don't get into the habit of people scoring big runs, people yeah. sticking around with them. Yeah. But I also have full confidence in the team that we have to turn that around. I think there's probably about 15 or 60 in that in a squad that that Youngie could just choose, and and they would be no worse, no better. Yeah, it's it's an interesting. I mean, I don't. I mean, played the club for so long. I don't think I've ever had been in an environment where there have been 16 or 17 guys. Who have genuine aspirations yeah. to play in that first team? Absolutely, and it's—I mean—it's a far sight from where we've been at other points. And oh, when we were down amongst the dead bed, yeah. and with the greatest respect, <laughs> yes, no, you, absolutely, you were, you were a ruin, <laughs> absolutely. And it's whereas now you've got a point where, exactly, you've got, like you say, a squad of sixteen or seventeen people who wouldn't look out of place in the team no. and absolutely should have aspirations to get in there. And as we've seen from the start of the season, have we've had people who who might not feature in the first 11, yeah. but have gone in and have performed really, really well. And we're going into, what, week four with yeah. 100% records. Yeah. So I think the club in that respect is in a really good place. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Listen, we'd better get Mitchell on. It's become a bit of a West Bro thing. <laughs> yes, so oh, yeah, sorry, everybody. Otherwise, we'll, 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 
lose what, what few <laughs> listeners have actually got. No, no, I can boost the figures later by, okay. uh, by listening to it. Oh, I thought you didn't write. I thought you were going to say you are going to take your clothes off or something like that. <laughs> no, no. So as much as uh, we might joke about me going to Fort Hill for for work, it was... Uh, Is that I, one of the reasons why? Yeah. <laughs> There's something in your dim and distant yeah. <laughs> Right, let's get Mitchell on. Let's see, hopefully. He seemed quite up for having gone for a chat. He's third choice, by the way. I, I tried. Uh, Shahid, he's not interested. No, we've lost playing. our live video feed oh, as well, so hopefully. Uh, oh, we're trying to reconnect. Hopefully, we come back in with that. Yeah. Hi there, Mitchell. How are you doing? I'm very well. Excellent, excellent. So, have you been following it on uh, on Facebook Live? I've not been sorry. No. Oh. That's, pro that's probably just as well <laughs> to, to tell you the absolute truth, I have to say. Um, so we've just lost connection, and again, but we're still recording, so that's fine. Yeah. So we'll crack ahead. Um, so I think, great start. Let's let's talk about the season so far for Prestwick. Great start for you guys. Um, how are you going in the the round? Still in the round? Still in the West Wesley Cup? All going yes. and all? Yeah. Yes, we went well last night in the round, so we're, we're still in that. Good, good. Okay. And then the Union, you're. Four, you've won three out of three, is that right? Yeah, we've won three out of three. It was actually, you know, it was a disappointing start because we, we had early six day all out and then, then the rain came. So yeah, so you could have been four potentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it couldn't have gone much better after that, to be honest. And have you been tested yet? Do you feel the team has been tested in any of the formats? Well, do you know, it, 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 yeah, it's been, a, it's been an interesting start. It's obviously, we, we, we changed captain and stuff, so, and we've, we've had a few changes to the team, so we were, we were going to be tested by, by anyone. Um, so we, we got through the first three, and that, but now, now I think the tricky part starts um, with, the, with the, the three games we've got coming up, so, so yep. it'll be a really good test for the guys the next couple of weeks. And, and you'd be pleased for, for some runs for yourself last week? Issue? Did the skipper come up to you and say, "Listen, we fancy you up up top"? Yeah, yeah, it was Tom, Tom, the captain. Thought uh -huh. it would be a good idea, and, and yeah, I was, I was delighted to give it a go. And have you got much of an experience there as far as opening up? Yeah, well, well funnily enough, in junior cricket and stuff, I did, um, and then kind of focused on my bowling and stuff. But but but, but now I'm, I'm I'm happy to try it again, and yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it actually. Good, good. And I have to say, we've been surprised that you're not bowling. So, yeah. it, talk, talk. Is that an injury thing? Talk us about that, if you may. Yeah, yeah, I will. Um, yeah, so, so I just had a, had a couple of physical injuries, and then I, I just struggled mentally a wee bit. A, a lot of stuff going on with uni and exams and right. stuff. So, yeah. look, I, I just uh, made the decision to take a wee bit of time off. Yeah. Um, get things sorted out, and, and yeah, I'm going all right. So, hopefully, we'll be back to it soon. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, so hi, Mitchell. Uh, this is Chris Rossi. I'm co-hosting with Johnny. I think actually just just hearing that, that's actually, I think obviously you're still at university yourself and stuff. That's, yes. I think, a really mature decision actually to take rather than trying to, I mean, to slug on with something that you're 
that you're struggling with. And it's also obviously very positive to see you then uh, kick on with the bat as well. Although this weekend, I'll be happy if you don't. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it was a training that, I just, you know, I just I had to make it. And, and it was a tricky one. Um, but... I was still going in, in places I didn't want to be in. And now that I've taken that step back and taken a bit of pressure off myself, I'm, I'm actually I'm enjoying it more and getting back to a good place. So so hopefully continue to go in the right direction and, and I'll be back. And you're still a young kid. How old are you? Oh, 22. 22. And you made your debut, your Scotland debut, because I posted that on Twitter. Um, yes, you know, I, was, I was happy to see that. Um, yeah, that'll be good for the confidence. It's, good it's yeah. a disgrace he's not posted my Scotland debut on Twitter <laughs> yet. But, uh... Yeah, that'll be for tiddlywinks or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so when was that? 2017, that was two years ago. So what, you were just a, a callow youth then, just out of the yes. 19s, I guess? Yes, I was, yes. Um, what was that? A year and a half ago, yeah. Yeah. And, and where are where are you in the, in the sort of Scotland firmament warriors, or is that is that really sort of you'd like to get back there, and that's the eventual aim? But at the moment, you're just concentrating on the batting and just want to put some runs on the board for Presley. Yeah, absolutely. I've been. I've just taken a wee bit of time. You know, I just finished exams, get 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 things sorted out, and then I guess get it back to the warriors, the aim, and then uh-huh. I, I, I test it ultimately back into the national team. But it, it's really tricky though. We don't have a lot of games coming up and stuff, so especially in the national team, so it's hard. Mm-hmm. So in terms, Mitchell, just of last week as well, it must have been yes. positive for you guys as a team. Fraser McDonald's obviously got off to a brilliant start with the bat. It must have been, everybody must have been really pleased to have other people sort of then, where you, yourself and Faisal Jawad get you off to that start. 100%. And that's, that's one of the things that we, you know, we, maybe, we maybe lacked last year. But the year before, when we won the title and stuff, we had a load of guys contributing, um, and, and ideally that's where we get back to because we, we can't be relying on, on just Fazel or Fraser because that just piles the pressure on them. So the fact that we've got other guys mm. able to contribute now um, is a really positive sign that we're not just relying on one person. So we can all, if somebody fails, because people are going to fail every week, that's, that's, that's sport, that's life. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really pleasing that we've got, we've got guys contributing. And, and the bowlers are doing a good job as well. So generally, positive signs. And have you targeted anybody in the West attack that that uh, you're 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 looking to try and exploit? Um, what in terms of who you'd like to beat, or well, yeah, term- from, from the bowling attack, who do you think is their weak link for this Saturday's game? For Saturday, um, yeah. Well, Saturday's interesting because obviously, you know, all the talk about signing Rory Clyde, doesn't really, but actually. Yeah, he's a big threat. He could win a game, but actually, the other guys around the West have got this interesting. Um, they all contribute as well. So um, I, I don't know if there is a weak link as such. I think that uh, obviously West have got a strong team attack and then two good spinners. Uh, especially Lucas has been. I've, I've seen how he's oh, been doing really well recently. Don't pick so. him up, Mitchell. You don't <laughs> pick him up. He's my mate. All spinners, you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> 
He listens in his bed. He listens in his bed. <laughs> Lucas does. He's probably listening to this in his bed. So, um, Lucas, get to sleep for God's sake. A big so, game in the morning. The thought of anybody watching. I mean, thankfully we're not going live at the moment. But the thought of anybody watching me on Facebook from their bed is sort of slightly repellent, as I thought. Disturbing. <laughs> right. Shall we? Yeah. We better just. Keep going. Yes, uh, yes, uh, yes. Stop talking about me, uh, people watching me. But uh, and the other thing that would be interesting to find out is how has your your amateur looked coming over? Because I think he knows Nick Baller, who we had at West for the last couple of seasons. So I'm just interested to find out a bit more about him as a player. Yeah, he's he's, he's coming and settled well. Actually, he's a he's a very tidy seam bowler. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I think he, he started really well against Greenwich. I think he got a couple early, did really good areas. Yeah. Um, so he's definitely an exciting prospect with the ball. I, I'm not quite at the chance here with the bat, maybe, but I've heard good things. He, he went well. He got the opportunity last night, got yeah. a few in the Rowan Cup. So hopefully, batting wise, he'll come on as well. And, and he, you know, he's a, he's a good, he, he's a young guy, but he's a good guy to have around the team. He's, he's good coaching the, the young kids of the club, and yeah, he's a good guy to have around. He's something quite to say in the field. And, it's a generally positive guy to have in the dressing room. So, Excellent. So happy, happy with that. Good, good. And assuming that, well, let's assume you take um, Prestwick out of the equation as far as the, the league is concerned. Who do you think is going to win the league at the end of the season? Or do you feel it's just a little bit too early to start thinking I, I, about that? I think it's, you know, it's easy to sit in the fence on this stage, but I think it is, it is hard to call until everybody's played everybody. Yeah. You know, Yeah, but every, everybody sees the scores on the website and everybody plays one another in the West League Cup and the Rowan Cup. You must have a, an idea as to who's up there at the moment. And Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sitting on the fence again, but there's, 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 there's the top five. There's That's the, not why I had you on. <laughs> they're all, they're all, um, <laughs> but I mean, if I, if, I had to, if, I to, if I had to put money on it, uh, I, I think it might, might be a... Uh, a good shout. This yeah, year. yeah. I think they're pretty, pretty well rounded. They made a few big signings. And, um, now, what, now watch yourself. Watch, watch yourself. <laughs> You've already had. Uh, was it Shaz has already accused Brian Clark of uh, <laughs> bankrolling <laughs> the club? I'm not, I'm not accusing. I, 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 don't, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think myself and Johnny have spoken quite a lot about how. How strong Addingston look? I mean, to pick up is a very good seam attack they've got this year. Yeah. To pick up, yeah, they do. Uh, I mean, bring back Gavmain, have Mal Alexander, have Abdul Sabri. It's a very strong attack. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they're going to be a difficult side to to beat. I mean, if they end up posting a two twenty two thirty with that seam attack, yeah. then it, it's going to be a difficult one to run down. I guess. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're going to open up again tomorrow? Is that the idea? I'm, uh, well, I, well, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not playing tomorrow. I'm currently on a sports massage course with uni. Right. Um, so I'm finishing that tomorrow. So okay. unfortunately, oh, a shame. I'm not quite well yet. I mean, it's a shame, but it, that's potentially where I want to go professionally after oh, right. So okay. it was a good opportunity to do that. Well, um, you've, got to, you've got to look at the big uh, the big picture. Presswick won't be paying you any money, that's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no. And, and our 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 sort of covering of those fees will uh, <laughs> will come through soon. <laughs> um, 
Chris, I mean, I don't know how long we've we've got you for, but the other thing was, I guess, Mitchell, you guys probably faced Greenock in terms of what was their probably their most competitive performance of the season last week. What did you see from them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, they were they were still missing Neil Flack, who yeah. had no real well played under eighteen World Cup and stuff with him. So is he yeah, is he injured? No, he's a he's a Watford fan. That's where his family are from. So he was down in the FA Cup. Ah, okay. oh, right. Because he's not really. Has he played many games this season? He played against West. Oh, did he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he'll be back, uh, I guess. And, and I'd, he, I'd, I'd assume he'll be back next yeah. week. Or this, yeah, this weekend, yeah. He's a guy who's um, sorely missed. Of course. With bat and ball. See, I mean, he, obviously everybody knows about his batting, but, he, but bowling, I think he's underrated. He just provides something slightly different with his left arm spin. So um, he has a big loss to him, but really yeah. the big threat was the pro. With yep. bat and ball, he's, he's a really good player. He's had some start to the season. Oh, tell me about yeah. it. Incredible, yeah. must be up up there with top wicket takers and and top run takers, yeah. last, yeah. run scorers. Yeah, last two games he's really been on fire. Yeah. Uh, he's three, four, and I think an eighty odd, yeah. and uh, showing yeah. them up the the week before. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think I really enjoyed the challenge. Batting is actually, but he bowls, he bowls, he bowls. I don't know if he's much, but he bowls quick. Um, he moves about as well, and and it's a bit of a tricky pitch actually. That it was. He was seeming about early, so it was like it was a really good challenge. But that's a great that's a great chase at Glen Park because sometimes at Glen Park and you just get slower and lower and slower and lower and 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 sometimes it, you know even chasing small totals at Glen Park, batting second can be a bit tricky. But uh, you clearly made pretty uh, short work on it. Yeah, forty overs, one hundred ninety three. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to take away anything from our guys' effort. We did really well, but there was just a wee bit of moisture around, a wee bit of rain around that maybe just helped the pitch quick. Let's get it on, on yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always liked when there was a bit of moisture in the air, I always felt that, certainly in the, the West Wickets, that yeah. if, the, if you managed to get a little bit of dampness or moisture on the pitch and the ball skidded through, it uh, it meant ball was coming on and you were able to to connect a lot easier. Yeah, and also I think they were, they were maybe just one bowler light. If they had Flacky there, it could have been could have been a wee bit more interesting. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I, I think they're going to do okay though. I think they've, they've with a the throw and the, the guys they've got around him. I think well, they'll, they'll probably do okay. Well, they're going to have to start soon. Them and them and Pollock are going to have to start getting W's in the in the in the column. So, um, so listen, we're, we're going to uh, we're going to leave it there. Um, Bobby Kettlewell has come in, our scorer. Have you met Bobby? <laughs> yeah. Bobby, how how are you, Bobby? All right. Fair to middling. Fair to middling. That's the dulcet tones of Bobby Kettlewell. Now, now, Bobby, be away with you. We're recording. <laughs> No, he's in the bar. That's that's oh. that's that's where he's going. He's just gonna go. He's, in fact, you hear that music? He's just away dancing. That. <laughs> See you later, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> that was a proper threat. That was, that was. That was. Well, listen. Great speaking to you. I know we've we've never spoken before, um, but I will be following uh, the rest of your season with interest, and and I hope you start uh, twirling a, a few uh, down there. Yeah, no problem. Thanks very much. All right. Happy to come on any time. Yeah. Goodbye. You're so much better than Shazar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Cheers. Cheers.
I've spoken to him before. Nice kid. Yes, I've, I have several times around the club. But yeah. whether he knows it was whether he's made the connection with my podcast hosting self with my drunken bar self is uh, <laughs> up for discussion. But yeah, no, I think to come on with twenty two and to be happy enough to talk about why you're not bowling and yeah, that you're willing to take a step back and that very open and I think really mature and not to get too serious on what is a sort of generally light-hearted affair yeah, but actually really important I think for how sort of mental health generally is approached in in sport because I think too often people shy away from it yeah, and no, can dig themselves into a hole and Actually, we need to get to a point where we're more open about it. I completely agree with that. I know that we're big supporters of a of a charity. A lot of the West boys wear blue um, armbands uh, or wristbands opening up. It's not weak to speak. And uh, I, I think it's a super charity. Yep. And Absolutely. I really do think that it is so, so important for us to, to be open and, and be as, as open and communicative with, with one another as, uh, as possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shall we cut that probably kettle will actually? Yeah, let's yeah, let's get edit that out. Thankfully we're not live anymore. No, so uh, no, no, yes. can cut cut from the feet. So I know you've got your uh, you've got other things to do this evening. You've got dinner booked, I think, in the next five yeah. minutes. So listen, yes. shall we run through quickly? I know Youngie gave his views and uh, Mitchell gave his views on the coming round of games. So let's yep. just fire through them. Green at Clydesdale, what are your thoughts there? Greenock at home again. I agree agree with you, Ami. I think Clydesdale are too strong, regardless of whether Barrington is there or not. Now, the caveat in that is what Mitchell just spoke about, what we've spoken about before. How does the pro come off for Greenock? Blackie's back. Yeah, so, I mean, it'll be, I think it'll be a tough place for Clydesdale to go. I just think they'll, I think they'll be confident that if they can get through get through the pro mm-hmm. then they've got a chance however like you say very difficult place to go and play yeah they're batting again I saw their, their uh, I, don't know if you, I think they played Drumpies in the Rowan Cup obviously all amateur affair and, and struggled again I think yeah. Uddy scored 130 and uh, and Greenwood didn't chase it down so again um, batting there but I guess listen that's going to be all seasons maybe going to be a bit of an issue for them yep as far as that's concerned uh, Fergus Lee Pollock down at Miko Riggs. I think at Miko Riggs, Fergus Lee will win. But, like I said when Yami was on, I think that's a really good marker of where Fergus Lee are as a club this year. I think there's obviously signs that they are not quite where they were last year, which is understandable with what, they're, what they've lost talent-wise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, however, last year they were so strong that you could you can probably sustain a bit of a dip and still challenge for the title. So, but I think this game is a is a good marker of where they are because yeah. Pollock have struggled. I agree with that. I think that there's a huge we talked and, and continue to talk about momentum, but there is a huge once you've won something, you then become winners. Yeah. And that mentality when you get into close games, there is that thing, well, as long as you've got seven or eight guys that have been in that team before, it's amazing how much of a confidence that breeds. Yep. And in those close games, if you've won the title before, you tend to start winning more of those games than you maybe did in the past. So I think that will keep them bubbling away nicely. Whether or not they're going to be strong enough to contend, I think we'll know in the next three weeks. Yep. But I, yeah, and I think, like we've talked about with Prestwick, that's a really tough place to go and play cricket. And it's a, they're a 
good, solid sort of joining team who are very, like say, very hard to beat because of the momentum. Yeah, so I can build up. Maurice Kilbride, Uddingston. Uddingston, I think. I know you're convinced Mr. McGall has to fire at some point soon, but uh, I think I just think Uddingston are too strong. Yeah, I think I probably agree with that. Local derby there. They're playing at Torrance House. I just... Money passed the fire, doesn't he? Yep. I was speaking to Money. You know how he had bowled the 10 again and we thought that he was late? Yep. Yeah? No, that's what he wants to do. He wants to he bowl. He wants to bowl the last 10. Fair so enough. he'll come and bowl, for, um, what, 30 in then? Yeah. Yeah. Fair he, enough. He reckons that he's got a better chance where they're trying to push the score on um, and he likes that contest. Yeah, I thought it was quite interesting. It's interesting. I mean, yeah, it may well work for them. I'm not, I'm not convinced. I would necessarily want somebody who's meant to be one of your top bowlers not coming on until the thirtieth. But if that's what works for them, then that's yeah. what works for them. Yeah. Okay. Presswick West. The biggie. <laughs> the biggie. The biggie. Uh, I mean, I can't really say anything other than uh, a West win. But I think. You think they'll do it? Yes, I do. I think. Just being around the club at the moment, I think Rory arriving has made a huge difference both on the pitch but also off the pitch about how confident people are approaching games, yeah. just the general atmosphere around the club. And I think that will just be enough to get them over the line, although it will be a tough game. If it's a, Again, if we get any cricket played, that's a very, very good marker of where West are. I think that's a fair point. I think that is a fair point. Um, I think the last or the first three games have been against, they've, they've been lucky with the draw that they've had in that the three teams that they've played up until now are probably going to not be teams that are going to be challenging for the the, the, the league. Yep. And I think the season starts tomorrow. Well, absolutely. I mean, this is a really big run. Not only is it what's Prestwick, then I think they play Clydesdale, Ferguson, and I think Stinnett well, in the term combination. It's a team. huge run for everybody. Yep. Because they think the way that everything is panning itself out the last quarter of, of the first round of matches and obviously the second round of matches, everybody will be playing yeah. against one another. Um, it's, I tell you what, it's going to be tight. Yeah, I think it'll be... Well, I think it'll be a much tighter season than last year. I think it's going sure. to be a th- a, at least a three-horse race this year. And those three are? West, Uddingston and Preswick. All right, interesting. Sterling drums? Uh, again, I think I agree with Youngy. I think Stone would probably get too much at home, but it's quite hard to predict when you've got two teams that haven't really fired yet. <laughs> okay, we're out of time. I have been summoned by David Hinchcliffe. I'm yep. on some rival podcast. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. Yes, well, I'd better not get left on my own. As long as if you move over to David's podcast, I inherit the kit that goes along with it. Do you it. think there might be a signing on? <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to discuss that with uh, with your new... Uh... What do you mean, my new? <laughs> talking about? Right, we're going to... So, it's playing tomorrow? We... I am, although I have, the, I have the dubious honour of going to Hamilton Palace tomorrow. So, uh, What's that? Uh, it is a ground in Hamilton to play. I thought you were playing the twos. No, yeah. no, not the same. Dropped. I've been dropped. Have you? I have controversy. Been, uh, controversy. I know you'll be fighting my corner. I don't, I'm not on the selection committee. <laughs> I'm on every other committee <laughs> in the club. But, uh, <laughs> well, you, sh- you should have been in the boardroom. We're in the boardroom where it all happens. I know. It's, well, I trust the captains implicitly. Tinge of bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> 
voice. Never. Never. <laughs> and there, ladies and gentlemen, we will leave it. We will catch you on the other side. So there we go. That was our preview and review show. We're probably next week back on to a separate preview show and a separate review show. That was our first go at Facebook Live. Tell us what you think. We're continuing to gather pace on the Twitters. We're just coming up to the three figures as far as followers are concerned. SoundCloud's up and running. iTunes is up and running. If you want to jump on and see us next week on Facebook Live, then join us. Facebook out the shoe. Join us there. Happy to have you along. Let's see how they get on this week. West against Prestwick. It's the biggie. You've been listening to Out the Shoe. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong, but always certain.